Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by my brilliant co-host Jen. Hello, everyone. We have an exciting episode lined up for you today. We'll be diving into a fascinating paper titled An Efficient General Purpose Modular Vision Model via Multitask Heterogeneous Training. Now, I know that sounds like a mouthful, but trust me, it's going to be an informative and entertaining discussion. That's right. Jen, this paper tackles the challenge of building a vision model that can perform multiple tasks efficiently and adapt to different downstream tasks. The authors explore the concept of multitask heterogeneous training and propose a novel approach. Using mixture of experts. More. Vision transformers. Exactly. The authors start by highlighting the limitations of current approaches that focus on learning from multi-label datasets, which are rare, small, and expensive to obtain. They argue that leveraging mainstream vision datasets designed for different purposes can lead to better generalization on downstream tasks. And that's where their proposed model comes in. By modifying and scaling up the more vision transformers, they demonstrate how their framework can simultaneously learn classification, detection, and segmentation on diverse mainstream vision datasets like ImageNet, Coco, an ADE20K. What's impressive is that their approach achieves comparable results to single-task state-of-the-art models while demonstrating strong generalization on downstream tasks. And thanks to the emergent modularity of their general-purpose model, it can efficiently adapt to new tasks with fewer training parameters, model parameters, and less computation. That's definitely a game-changer in terms of efficient adaptation on downstream tasks. Additionally, the modularity allows for easy expansion in continual learning without forgetting scenarios. So if you're working on a project where new tasks keep coming up, this model has got you covered. Absolutely, Tom. The authors also address the importance of task-specific modules in vision tasks and how their framework incorporates these modules alongside the shared backbone transformer. This ensures that the model captures the essential information for each task while maintaining efficiency. And let's not forget about their two-step sampling strategy to handle the varying scales and batch sizes of different datasets. It's an ingenious solution that keeps GPU memory consumption in check while still achieving excellent performance. There's so much to unpack from this paper. Tom, from multitask learning and heterogeneous training to modular adaptation and continual learning. Without forgetting, it's a treasure trove of insights for anyone interested in computer vision. Absolutely. Jen. And what's great is that the authors present their research in a way that is accessible and intuitive, making complex topics easy to understand. So whether you are a researcher, a student or simply someone curious about cutting-edge advancements in computer vision, this episode is for you. 
So make sure to tune in and join us as we delve deeper into an efficient general purpose modular vision model via multitask heterogeneous training. It's going to be an enlightening and entertaining discussion that you don't want to miss. That's right. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time. Bye everyone. Opening music playing. Hey there, podcast listeners. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you the strangest and most amazing product ever. That's right. Tom, are you tired of boring old hammers? Sick of juggling the same old balls? Well, look no further because Cloud Hammer Juggle Masters is here to change your life. Picture this. A hammer that floats effortlessly in mud air. And not just one hammer, but multiple hammers up in the clouds above. It's like a circus act right in your backyard. And get this, it comes with an entire kit of juggling clouds. Yes, you heard us correctly. Fluffy white clouds specifically designed for juggling. Now I know what you're thinking. How do I grab those floating hammers? Well, We've got you covered. Cloud Hammer Juggle Masters comes with a special helmet equipped with tiny robotic arms. You'll be catching those elusive cloud hammers like a pro. Our patented technology guarantees that these cloud hammers won't rain on your parade. Pun intended. Rain or shine. Day or night, they will be floating there for your endless entertainment. But wait. There's more. For just three easy payments of $9.99. Actually scratch that. Let's make it five easy payments. Now forget that too. For our loyal podcast listeners today only. It's absolutely free. That's right folks. Free as the air these hammers float on. But hold on to those headphones for just another minute because we have an exclusive deal for our listeners. Tom whispering they can also upgrade to the deluxe edition which includes supernova fireworks shooting out from every cloud while juggling jen whispering brilliant idea so now you can amaze not only yourself but also your entire neighborhood so what are you waiting for call our juggling hotline now and get your cloud hammer juggle masters kit before they fade away like a mirage Operators are standing by to take your call. That's right. Folks, don't let this opportunity float away. Grab those hammers and juggle on the clouds to stardom. Closing music playing. And now back to our regular programming, where we'll be sharing more weird and wonderful things with you. Until next time, keep embracing the oddness of life. Stay strange, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom, and joining me is my co-host, Jen. Today, we have a very exciting topic to discuss, local risk bounds for statistical aggregation. Now, before you get overwhelmed by the title, don't worry, we're here to break it down into easily digestible pieces. That's right, Tom. 
Local risk bounds for statistical aggregation might sound complex, but it's actually a fascinating concept that has significant implications in the field of statistics. To put it simply, it involves measuring and managing the risks involved when combining multiple statistical models or estimators. Absolutely. Statistical aggregation is all about leveraging the power of multiple models or estimators to make more accurate predictions or estimations. It's like having a group of experts who each have their own insights and combining their knowledge to make better decisions. Exactly. Now let's dive deeper into local risk bounds. In statistical aggregation, there are always risks associated with combining these different sources of information. These risks can include errors in individual predictions or biases in different models. That's correct. Local risk bounds refer to measures that quantify these risks at a local level, meaning they are specific to individual components or subsets within the overall aggregated system. These bounds help us understand how much uncertainty and error there might be at each component level. And why is this important? Well, by understanding these localized risks, we can make more informed decisions about how much weight or importance we should assign to each component in our aggregation process. It helps us strike a balance between reliability and accuracy. Absolutely. By managing these local risks effectively, we can improve the overall performance and robustness of our statistical aggregation methods. Now let's talk about some specific techniques mentioned in this paper that contribute to local risk. Bounds analysis. They mention concepts like exponential weights estimator and improper learning. These are important tools that offer insights into how to optimize our aggregation processes. That's right. Jen. The exponential weights estimator is a powerful method that allows for optimal predictions within a class of base predictors. It leverages exponential weights and entropic regularization to achieve accurate results. An improper learning, as mentioned in the paper, challenges traditional selection rules by acknowledging that certain assumptions might not hold. True in aggregation problems it pushes the boundaries of our understanding and opens up new possibilities for improved prediction accuracy. Absolutely. The authors of this paper go even further by introducing the concept of local entropic complexity. This measure refines our understanding of complexity in aggregation problems by considering average risks under exponential weights posteriors. By incorporating localized measures, we can obtain more nuanced perspectives on the difficulty of statistical estimation within an aggregation context. This leads to improved risk bounds and better prediction accuracy. And what makes this paper so remarkable is how it manages to explain these complex topics in an intuitive way. They bridge theory with practical applications making it accessible and understandable for researchers and practitioners alike. Absolutely. Tom, by breaking down these advanced concepts into digestible pieces, they help us grasp the intricacies of statistical aggregation and its importance in achieving 
Accurate predictions or estimations. Well said, Jen. That concludes today's episode on local risk bounds for statistical aggregation. We hope you found it informative and entertaining. As always, stay curious and keep delving into the captivating world of mathematics and statistics. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, folks. We have a fantastic sponsor for today's episode of the zany world of Tom and Jen, Zombie Be Gone. Florists. That's right. Tom, need to spruce up your home but worried about pesky zombies ruining the ambiance? Look no further. With Zombie Be Gone florists, you don't have to worry about any undead intruders crashing your dinner parties anymore. They've got the most vibrant and zombie-resistant floral arrangements in town. Absolutely. Tom, these bouquets are so powerful that even the fiercest zombie roaming around will take one whiff and go straight back to their graves. It's like garlic for vampires, but with flowers for zombies, or something like that. But wait, there's more. Along with every purchase from zombie begone florists. You'll receive a free jar of our patented No Zombies Allowed Air Freshener. That scent alone is enough to keep any walking corpse at bay. And it comes in four exciting fragrances. Graveyard Lavender. Decomposing Rosemary. Jen. Laughing. Odor Cemetery Musk. Tom. Chuckles. Exactly. So whether you're hosting an elegant dinner or just want some peace of mind during movie night, Trust Zombie Be Gone florists to give your home that extra touch without attracting unwanted undead guests. Tom, excitedly. And remember listeners, mention our podcast when ordering and get an exclusive discount on all purchases over $50 at Zombie Be Gone florists. Because nothing says I love you quite like keeping zombies out of sight and smelling delightful. Music fades out. Zhuh. Outro music fades in. And that's a wrap for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed learning about KDE former and how it accelerates transformers via kernel density. Estimation. As always, if you have any questions or want to learn more about this topic, feel free to reach out to us on social media or check out our show notes for additional resources. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch you next time on Tech Talk with Tom and Jen. Until then, stay curious and keep exploring the world of technology. Bye. Bye everyone. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, listeners. Have you ever wished you could control every aspect of your life with just the flick of a wrist? Well, wish no more. Introducing ZapWorks, the magic remote emporium. With ZapWorks, your TV remote becomes a wand of pure power. Turn on the TV, just zap it. Feeling hungry? Zap that pizza delivery hotline number straight into your phone. Need to clean your house in a flash? Zap, your vacuum cleaner is now running wild and crazy. And here's my personal favorite. 
Want to avoid awkward small talk at parties? Just zap yourself out of there and into the comfort of your own pajamas. Tom laughs. Jen. Our listeners are gonna think we've lost our marbles. Jen giggles. No worries, Tom. Zapworks has got something for everyone. They even have a magic remote app so you can zap away even without an actual remote. Tom whispering. Pissed. I heard if you buy two remotes right now, they'll throw in an invisibility cloak. Goodbye, embarrassing moments forever. Jen whispering back. Wow, Tom. That sounds like trouble waiting to happen. But hey, who am I to judge? Music fades out. Voiceover announcer. Fast paced. So why live life normally when you can zap it up with Zap Works, the craziest magic remote emporium? Around? Get yours today and let the zapping begin. Music fades back in. Both hosts together. Enthusiastically. Zap it up with Zap Works. Sound effects. Zapping noises. Disclaimer voiceover announcer. Quickly. Use responsibly. Not responsible for any accidental teleportations or unintended consequences. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Tom. Today, we have a fascinating topic to explore. The simulation of human and artificial emotion. Also known as share. That's right. Tom. Share is a complex concept that combines psychology, neuroscience, and artificial intelligence. But don't worry. We're here to break it down and make it easy to understand. Definitely. Jen. So let's start by discussing the paper titled Simulation of Human and Artificial Emotion. Share. By K. Opong Mensa. In this paper, the author introduces a framework that describes the architecture of emotion using parameters that can be applied to both humans and machines. It's fascinating how these parameters can range from abstract concepts to very specific neuronal levels. This allows us not only to design emotional trajectories for humans but also opens up new possibilities for exploring the mental states of AI. Exactly. The paper highlights how previous models of emotion often face trade-offs between simplicity, accuracy, and ease of implementation. But with advancements in technology and our understanding of emotions, it's now possible to represent emotions with high fidelity in simple terms within agents themselves. And by designing emotional trajectories for agents based on their core values, we may discover innovative therapeutic solutions for mental health concerns in humans. That's right. And on the AI side of things, this work provides a compact notation that can be used in neural networks to observe the emotions and motivations of machines. It opens up new possibilities for understanding and interacting with AI systems. The paper delves into various aspects of emotion architecture within SHARE, from perception to classification, judgment, and emotional responses. It explores how stimuli are detected, classified based on core values, judged for their fulfillment or violation, 
and ultimately how emotional responses arise. It's really interesting to see how the authors discuss basic emotions and dimensional theories of emotion. They also delve into constructivist models of emotion, which take a biological approach in building emotions from an agent's brain states. Absolutely. And what I love about this paper is how it presents these complex concepts in an intuitive way. The authors use illustrations and examples to make it accessible even for those who aren't experts in psychology or artificial intelligence. That's what makes this framework so exciting. It provides a comprehensive model that combines different perspectives on emotion while still being understandable to a wider audience. Definitely. Tom. So whether you're interested in psychology or artificial intelligence, the simulation of human and artificial emotion, share, framework offers valuable insights into understanding and exploring emotions in both humans and machines. We hope you found this episode informative and entertaining. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there are any topics you'd like us to cover or questions you have, reach out to us on our website or social media channels. We always love hearing from our listeners. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time. Bye for now. Upbeat music playing. Hey Jen, do you ever feel like there's something missing in our lives? Absolutely. Tom, we need something to satisfy our cosmic cravings. Well, guess what? We've got the solution for you. Introducing Lunar Bites, the intergalactic sensation that's taking taste buds to a whole new dimension. That's right. Lunar Bites will send your palate soaring among the stars with their out-of-this-world moon cheese. Delicacies. Picture this. Folks. Ultra creamy moon cheese infused with flavors from across the universe. We're talking about Galacti Goda, Nebula Nachos, Meteor Munster, and more. Imagine biting into a crispy Meteor Munster taco while stargazing on your balcony. Nothing says cosmic fusion like that. And don't worry about those pesky earth cravings either. They've got comet confections too. Chocolate-covered asteroids that will send you into orbit. Plus, all lunar bites are made exclusively from moon cows who have perfected zero-gravity yoga poses. Tom. Whispering. You know what they say. Happy cows come from outer space. Both burst into uncontrollable laughter. Jen. Struggling to keep it together. But wait. There's more. For every purchase of Lunar Bites Celestial Treats, Tom pulls out an alien rubber duck and squeaks it. Jingle voiceover. You'll receive a free extraterrestrial souvenir for maximum astronaut swag. Jen holds up a UFO-shaped stress ball while trying not to laugh. Tom. Snickering. So hop aboard our lunar bandwagon today and make those taste buds reach for the stars. Jen starts making rocket ship noises while pretending to fly around. Lunar bites, satisfying your cravings from the cosmos. Both. And don't forget, listeners, support the podcast that keeps you laughing by supporting Lunar Bites.
Our wonderful sponsors. Music fades out. Tom. Whispering. That was out of this world funny. Hey there. Welcome back to our award-winning podcast. I'm Jen, and with me as always is Tom. Hi everyone. We have a very exciting topic for you today. We'll be exploring the orbit classification of asteroids using the implementation of radial bases. Function on support vector machines. That's right, Tom. This complex topic might sound intimidating, but we'll break it down and explain it in an intuitive way. So don't worry if you're not an expert in astronomy or machine learning. Absolutely. Now, let's start with the basics. Asteroids are important objects in our solar system that can help us understand its dynamics. By classifying their orbits, we can gain insights into the early conditions of our solar system and predict potential hazards. That's where machine learning comes in. The International Astronomical Union collects data on asteroid orbits, providing an opportunity to experiment with different machine learning algorithms. And one algorithm that stands out is the radial basis function support vector machine. RBFSVM. SVM is a classification algorithm that identifies decision boundaries by maximizing the margin. Between them, RBFSVM uses an exponential function to convert nonlinear data into linear data, making it ideal for classifying asteroid orbits. Exactly. In a recent study by Yashvir Tibruil and Nishchil Dwivedi, they explore how effective the RBFSVM algorithm is at classifying asteroid orbits. They use a dataset from the International Astronomical Union's Minor Planet Center, which contains information on over 800,000 asteroid orbits. The dataset includes classified data of main belt asteroids, MBA and non-MBA asteroids. To ensure unbiased results, the researchers resample the dataset to have equal contributions from each type of asteroid. After preparing the dataset, they implement the RBFSVM algorithm with tuned parameters gamma and c. These parameters significantly impact the model's performance. Gamma determines the width of the kernel while C controls the trade-off between model fit and decision boundary. And now, here's the exciting part, the results. The RBFSVM algorithm achieves an impressive accuracy rate of 97.9% in classifying asteroid orbits. Outperforming other common algorithms this level of accuracy helps us understand the dynamics in chaotic nature of our solar system. That's right. Accurate classification is crucial for various applications, including planning sky surveys and identifying potential candidates for asteroid mining. It allows astronomers to optimize telescope time and track potentially hazardous asteroids. Absolutely. By accurately classifying asteroid orbits, we can also determine their stability and identify valuable mineral resources for potential mining endeavors in space. And let's not forget about the broader implications of this study. Machine learning algorithms like RBFSVM have applications beyond astronomy, 
They can be used in biology, marketing, finance, and many other fields. Definitely. This study highlights how machine learning can revolutionize not just orbit classification but also various aspects of our lives. From targeted advertising to genetic studies to pattern recognition in financial data. Exactly. However, it's important to remember that further research is needed to optimize these algorithms even further and address any limitations they may have. Well said. Jen, we hope you found this episode informative and engaging. Remember to subscribe to our podcast for more fascinating topics like this one. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until next time, Tom and Jen together. Stay curious and keep exploring. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, podcast fans. We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you a word from our sponsor. Wacky Wizard Cane Emporium. That's right. Tom, are you tired of walking around like a regular old muggle? Well, say hello to the wackiest way to strut your stuff. Introducing the Wacky Wizard Cane Emporium. They have canes that will make you stand out in any crowd, and maybe even summon a few laughs. Imagine this, folks. You're at a fancy dinner party with all those snooty bigwigs. And just as things start getting dull and boring, bam! You whip out your wacky wizard cane from the emporium. But wait, it's not just any cane. It's got bells that jingle with every step. And feathers that tickle unsuspecting passersby. Jen. Giggling. Oh Tom. I hear they even have canes that double as mini confetti cannons, Tom. Excitedly. So when someone cracks an amazing joke. Bam. Confetti flying everywhere. Jen and Tom burst into laughter. Whether you want to look like Dumbledore on vacation or Merlin gone wild at Mardi Gras, Tom. Imitating magical voice. Accio fun. Jen laughs. Go ahead and visit the Wacky Wizard Cane Emporium today for their wide selection of whimsical walking sticks. Remember, folks, magic is nice, but wackiness is priceless. Cheerful jingle fades out.